Welcome into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of Out of Bounds, which you can listen to every weekday afternoon from 1 to 4 on 103.7 The Buzz and download our 103.7 The Buzz app to listen that way too. Various different ways. But we have a lot of things to get into today. I hope everybody had a wonderful weekend. It was a great weekend if you were a Razorback fan. Not necessarily with the women's basketball team because they did drop a heartbreaking loss to Florida on the road, but that's okay. They're still a great team, still in the tournament for sure. But it was nice to see Razorback basketball get back to the winning ways and Razorback baseball as well uh, do another sweep where they remain undefeated 7-0 and on the season. But we got to start with the Razorback basketball team, folks, because I'm telling you right now, it is something special to see a player like Isaiah Joe come in after going through a surgery, uh, especially on his knee, where we didn't really know exactly what impact it would have, what type of problems it would cause, whatever, it's awesome to see him come right in against Missouri on Saturday and help lead the Razorbacks to the victory, not only really scoring well, but scoring 21 points, more points than anybody else on the team, getting the victory, getting the dub, and hitting five threes. Arkansas wins by 10 points over Missouri. And it's amazing, I think, that we can all understand and all agree that Arkansas, if they had a healthy Isaiah Joe, and I mean healthy Isaiah Joe, for this entire season, Arkansas not only would be in the driver's seat for the NCAA tournament, they would be one of the top five teams in the SEC, in my humble opinion. But unfortunately for Arkansas, that is not the case. They sit back and they look back and they think, man, Five and nine right now in conference play with four games left. It would have been nice to have a few of those back. It would have been nice to have that LSU game back. It would have been nice to have uh, that Missouri game on the road back. It would have been nice to have uh, a few of these other games, too, that it was just close, close losses. Auburn was another one. I mean, it's just frustrating. I know for Razorback fans to have to deal with this, but uh, it's, it's just the way it is, unfortunately, right now. Arkansas has another big test against Tennessee coming up in Bud Walton Arena. I don't feel good about Arkansas's chances in that game. It's just about a bad matchup and everything. But the, to say all that is to say this. I still firmly believe that Eric Musselman, once he gets his guys in, in place, once he gets a full roster of quality depth, once he gets it all put together, there's no question there's no reason for me to believe that Arkansas will not be one of the premier teams in the SEC going forward I mean I hate to be that guy that likes to just take everything on the brighter side and maybe start drinking the Kool-Aid a little bit but it's like if he has a full roster of guys he's as good as anybody this team is can really beat anybody if they just have a full healthy roster this year I mean, they have competed with every single opponent they've gone up against when healthy. And it's not really any question to me whether or not this team, if they had Isaiah Joe the whole season, and especially in conference play, would be one of those teams that everyone looks at as like, man, you better watch out for them. They're going to be a tough out. I, I feel that same way. So I just, I just really like how this team comes together, and when a guy was down like Isaiah Joe, the fact that they battled back and still are not giving up, still giving up full total effort, playing a lot better, opens up more opportunities for other players. It's just nice to see. And I still think Arkansas will make postseason play. I think we all can agree on that. They're still going to at least get into the NIT. But it, the, the, look at the rest of the games, the remaining schedule. They go 
have to, or they have Tennessee, of course, this week and home and, and Bud Walton. Then they go on the road to Georgia, and then at home with LSU, then on the road to A&M. Now, Tennessee and LSU by far will be their toughest opponents. And what's funny is both of those opponents are at home. So what you're hopeful for is that a little Bud Walton magic will happen and that you can win at least one of those. I think they'll beat Georgia on the road. Georgia's not a good team. They have one really great player, but they are a terrible basketball team. Tom Crean's time is probably limited there in Georgia. Just the, Georgia's just a program that I don't I don't think they'll ever be able to get it going. They're just it doesn't make sense why they can't, but they just can't really find their find their element in in the conference. But Arkansas should beat Georgia. A&M's going to be a tough one because they're playing a lot better now, but Arkansas had some good luck at A&M too. So you got to go three and one the rest of the way at least. At least go three and one. That'll put you at eight and ten in conference play. Now that's not enough to get you into the tournament, at least in my opinion, right off the bat. You're going to have to go in. You're going to have to not only beat uh, three out of the four, but you're also going to have to win at least one, maybe two conference games in the conference tournament. Once you do that, then I think you're in. If they go 4-0 the rest of the way, which I think is just pie in the sky, but if they do go 4-1 the rest of the way, I think they're in no matter what. But when that comes to that conference tournament, man, you're going to have to have something to play for. You're going to have to have a sense of urgency. You can't go one and done in there. That is for sure. So look for Arkansas to really hit their stride in the final stretch here of the season. Look for Arkansas to play their best basketball down the final four-game stretch of this season. And I think that they'll go 3-1. and one. I really do. I think that they'll win at least one game in the SEC tournament. So you're talking about going winning four of your last six games, essentially, before the tournament gets together and the tournament committee decides whether or not you're in. I think that'll be enough. But what do I know? I'm just a guy over here talking sports on a podcast, talking Razorback stuff. I think it'll be enough. Will it be enough? Well, that's what we got to figure out and what we got to wait on. But Arkansas can take care of business. Isaiah Joe's back, baby. And it means a whole lot. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. I got to talk about this Razorback baseball team and just how much fun it is, folks. It's just great, isn't it? To be able to look at uh, a team that you really care about, a sport that you really care about on campus at the U of A, and it, to, it never disappoints you. Now, uh, your people are going to be like, what about the foul ball? Shut up. We're not talking about that. I'm talking about the fact that when people think you're good, experts think you're good, you don't choke it away. You show up because you are good. That's what I'm referring to. Because how many times have we seen in Arkansas sports – All the experts think, man, this Razorback team's going to be phenomenal. Completely crap the bed. It usually happens that way. But luckily for Arkansas baseball, that's never the case. Do not bet against Dave Van Horn and do not bet against the Razorback baseball program because they will deliver every single time. And so far, so good, if I do say so myself. They're 7-0. Uh, not only did they get a series sweep over Eastern Illinois, they also got the series sweep over Gonzaga, a four-game series, which was very interesting. But uh, as great as that's been, you know, Hunter or Heston Kerstad has looked phenomenal. Uh, you've had some other guys coming in and, and really showing some good stuff, especially pitching. You know, Connor Nolan's doing his thing. Patrick Wicklander's doing his thing. But really, this, the biggest story of all of it 
is a man by the name of Robert Moore. Now, I I don't know if can we call him a man just yet. I think we should be able to because he's a 17-year-old kid, but he's playing like a man. It's incredible. He has been absolutely destroying uh, every expectation that anyone could have possibly had to him. He, he should be a senior in high school right now, but he just had a phenomenal series against Gonzaga. He had a phenomenal play against Gonzaga in one of those games, and he was also named to Perfect Games Player of the Week. He was the SEC co player of the week and he is 17 you know I'm not here to go out and start giving some high expectation predictions maybe go a little over the top with it or anything but you know what hey just for fun's sake let's go ahead and do it Robert Moore may win the golden spikes before he's done at Arkansas I'm serious he has that factor to him where I'm like dude how is he doing this like I remember when I was 17 my senior year of high school I could barely spell and this guy's over here winning awards in college baseball, national awards in college baseball, and it hasn't even like he had to get settled. He opened up the season playing this way. It, no wonder Dave Van Horn started this guy right off the bat. No wonder Dave Van Horn wanted this guy so bad. You could tell. It's like, holy crap. I, I can't believe what this kid's being able to do right now. And it's really fun to watch, and it's fun to see what the future may hold for this kid because I will go ahead and assume that he's just going to get better as the season goes on. And if he continues to develop the way that we know Dave Van Horn develops players, I see no reason to believe that this kid won't be one of the best players in the country when it's all said and done at Arkansas. Uh, I, I mean, it's a very exciting time to not only watch him, but to watch this team rally around him and to have the things come together where – Third straight trip to Omaha isn't so far-fetched, folks. It's not so out of the realm of possibility. I'm serious. It, it's going to be where if they don't make it to Omaha this year, it's going to be a disappointment. Is that unfair expectations? Is that unreasonable expectations? No, because Dave Van Horn probably feels the same way. He does. But I'm telling you right now, folks, that if you can just have some faith in Dave Van Horn, he's always going to deliver, but... These are the reasons why this kid like Robert Moore, he, that's the reason why people have faith in Dave Van Horn. He is able to eye talent, and kids want to go play for Dave Van Horn. You know why? Because he puts guys in the league, and every single player that has played for Dave Van Horn always knows that he is the guy to play for if you want to get it to that next level, and this is another great example of it. Enjoy these moments and enjoy this team right now. Enjoy Dave Van Horn. Enjoy it all. And, and keep going to these games. Razorback fans have been phenomenal in these games. It's been really cold outside, but they've still found a way to go to these games. Keep it going. Keep enjoying it. Keep having fun with it. Robert Moore is one of those reasons and one of those guys that I know the players have rallied around, but the fans were rallied around as well. And I can't wait to have a hosting of a regional and super regional. Is that, is that too much already? Nah, it's fine. My expectations are right there, and baby, there is nothing, and I mean nothing, more fun than regionals and super regionals at Bomb Walker Stadium. Soak it in, folks. Enjoy the ride, because it's about to get fun for Razorback Baseball. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. All right, I want to get into some nonsense here on the podcast, because that's usually what this final segment is saved for, but... There's a lot of things I could use and, and could do and could discuss, but since it's been a long weekend and stuff, I think it's I think it's funny that in uh, in sports when you see finances 
of how much is spent, how much is earned, all of that, to, to really see just the incredible numbers and the incredible hula hoops that people go through to try and get the best team, the best players, the best whatever. And I don't mind it. I'm not trying to dog on it or anything. But th- this was actually uh, something that was uh, brought up by Nikki Chavanel of hogbeat.com. She uh, put out the spending numbers of the 2019 recruiting classes, not the 2020, 2019, which we know Arkansas has had a really good one. Uh, Georgia led the way at $3.6 million in just recruiting spending. Alabama was 2.6, Tennessee was 2.2, Clemson was 2.2, and then Arkansas was 1.9, more so than AM, more so than LSU. Now you sit there and you say, well, what in the world? Why? What, what, how do you spend that much and, and, and get behind still of AM and LSU, even though you, listen, it's not about the money. Just just the money, I should say. But if in order for Arkansas to compete, they listen, they had one of the best recruiting classes they've had in a long time, and they put money into it. You got to put money into it. The in-state recruiting is not going to come along with it. So you're going to have to go above and beyond, which I think is what Chad Morris and the staff did. And again, Chad Morris was trash, but the dude could recruit and recruit in a big way. And I'm wondering how the budget will look in 2020 when that comes out, or even 2021 under Sam Pittman, because I'm telling you right now, it ain't going to be any different under Sam Pittman. He understands that recruiting is where it is all at, and you have to spend money in order to make money. And in this case, making money means making wins, making support, donations, all that fun stuff. So it all goes hand in hand. But I thought it was fascinating that Arkansas spent that much money uh, compared to the other schools in the country. But you know what? They need to. They have to, and I don't have a problem with it. In fact, spend more money. Spend as much money as it takes, as much money as possible, because I'm telling you right now, when people see these figures, they're like, oh my goodness, this money could have gone to the kids. Shut up. Stop with that. You know why? Because the more you recruit and the better you recruit, the better players you get in. When the better players come in, the more wins you'll get. And when you get wins, the money comes flowing out of the woodwork in every which way. It's a return investment. It's not like they're just setting the money on fire when they go out and spend this much on recruiting. There's a return investment. And obviously, under Chad Morris, that investment was not returned. But under Sam Pittman, it very well could be. And if he wants to do that to where if he wants to spend that much money on recruiting, if it's going to equate to success and wins, do it. Do it. You can't put a price tag on winning, especially at this level in the SEC. Can't even come close to it. You cannot put a price tag on it. So just go as hard as you can in recruiting and get all you can. Make it all work. I don't care when, where, how, whatever you do. Just get it done. And if you do that, the money will be fine. It'll take care of itself. But I enjoy these numbers, and I can't wait to see how the numbers come out. And if they need to spend $3 million, do it. Do it. Take Do whatever it takes, man. I'm all for it. And I know some people will look at numbers, and they don't like to see how much is being spent or maybe how much coaches are making or whatever. But like I said, you can't put a price on success. And if spending $3 million a year means getting the best recruits and having a season or two or three or whatever of high-level success on the field, it's always going to be worth it. 
We'll see how Sam Pittman does, but I just thought it was really fascinating to see that figure when it came to recruiting in 2019. Well, appreciate everybody listening in to the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. You can also get after me on Twitter at BuzzJohnNeighbors for any questions, comments, concerns that you may have. We will keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel tomorrow afternoon. Have a great day, everybody. We'll see you then. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. 